You're now listening to TMZ Verified, the podcast. Make sure to check us out every week for free on Wednesdays. And make sure to like, follow, subscribe with us on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, full episodes are available on YouTube. Just search the TMZ Podcast Network. On to the show. Yep, it's TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm wild. I'm Steph. Oh, I'm so used to, and I'm Jacob. I know, it's just us today. <laughs> okay, also, clickety-clack, I'm back. Clickety-clack, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I know the block was missing me last week. Nobody was missing me. I, but, no, everyone missed okay, you. Okay, thank you. I was yeah, on vacation, but I'm back to work, y'all. He's back. Mm-hmm. We're all back. We got a good show for y'all today. We have some great stories. Do you want to mm-hmm. kick it off? Wait, but we also have an interview with Kelsey Dangerous later. Right. The, like, Sims Twitch streaming queen. YouTuber, former mm-hmm. BuzzFeed producer. You know her yep. well. And, and she'll if give you us- don't, this interview will give you everything mm-hmm. you need to know. No, also, if you've like, never played The Sims, I don't know who hasn't played the like life simulation game, The Sims. It is really good. And, and this will gives- be, this is the best marketing Sims No, for real, I'm like, <laughs> does Kelsey work for The Sims? I don't know. Um, yeah. But let's talk about somebody else who's been playing house over the last nine months. You're hot and heavy. You already one. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Pete Davidson is reportedly in trauma therapy. Uh, source revealed to people. Per the outlet, the SNL alum has been in trauma therapy since April of this year, in large part due to the threatening post by Kanye West. Uh, the insider claimed that the attention and the negativity coming from Kanye and his antics is a trigger for Pete and he needed or he had to seek help. Um, of course, you're looking at me because I can already see the sadness in your eyes. Of course, last week, Pete and Kim decided to split after mm-hmm. that breakup made headlines. What was it? Monday? So a few days later, Kanye went on Instagram and he goes, hold up. No, Wait. he didn't. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> Kanye went on Instagram and he, he since deleted the post, but he posted a uh, altered New York Post like newspaper headline that essentially read, Skeet Davidson dead at 28. Uncalled for. I mean, definitely uncalled. <laughs> Just out of pocket. Definitely uncalled for, but I know what you're thinking. Aw, Pete. So sad. Nope. I am a stan of Pete. So uh, I really liked them together and the fact that they're broken up now. I feel like this was a really good fresh start for Kanye to be like, I got my Instagram back. I kind of got my girl back, at least single. <laughs> I kinda you got know, my girl even back. if she's not interested, like he still, you know, might feel good for him to have her single, mm. right? Play your cards right. So True. he didn't and he posted that. So I just think. You know, he's probably emotional and going through the motions just like everyone else. Right, and right. All three of them somehow are involved in this relationship, even though yeah. it involves two people. So, And I kind of feel like it's one of those things where I, uh, I don't know if this is one of those like, oh, peace situations because in my head I'm like, don't cry for him, Argentina. Let me tell you why. Am because Argentina? No, <laughs> don't cry for him. Because hear me out. Kim and Pete split after nine months, Right. right? Nine months, three tattoos, a branding with I a knew hot we were back to the iron. <laughs> I mean, it's like, bruh, if you're going to get therapy, it needs to be for something else. Because honestly, all of this is given clingy. It's given and, attachment issues. Okay, it's given should have been in therapy before this whole Pete, like Kim situation started. Because who does that? Okay. Nine months after you date somebody, it's like, nope. Okay, in case Clearly, you guys something's forgot. something's a little ticky ticky boom boom up here. Okay, in case you guys forgot, Pete also has tattoos of the kids' names. Mm-hmm. And Kim, you know, hasn't been confirmed permanently, but he has tattoos of... No, three! Three tattoos total. I counted before we started this, and I looked at the pictures. Three and he the branding. He has tattoos of the kids and her, which to some people thinks that means he's committed and shows his, you know, responsibility to Kim and the kids, taking over that stepdad role. Wild thinks it's too soon. You know, people yeah. have to different... other people that like 
This is crazy as hell. <laughs> okay, well, they're broken up now. They are broken up now. He still has the tattoos, clearly. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll, that'll be the next thing. Is he going to yeah. get these tattoos removed? Yes or no? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're definitely broken up. Kanye seems to still be on Pete. He's not Kanye over it. Kanye was waiting for this. But also, let me just say this. Like, I am the biggest mental health advocate, like therapy, mental health days, whatever you need to do for you, like do you, boo. But at some point, I think Pete has to sit back and be like, or try to figure out, why every situation that he's in gravely impacts his mental health at the end of it. Like, think about when him and Ariana broke up. It was like Pete was devastated. Same with Kaya Gerber. He ended that because of mental health issues. So I think, really, he needs to focus on himself, be single for a bit. Sometimes they do say, like, you can't be with someone Mm -hmm. else until you've, you know, love yourself first, and maybe he needs to do a little bit of that. I feel that. And in the Pete and Kim situation, they obviously broke up, according to sources, because their schedules were too busy. But again, it's just one of those things where it's like, goddamn, Pete, every time somebody break up with your ass or you break up with somebody, you're like, like on the floor, like pick your ass up and like I well, don't he know. He probably man. needs to focus on himself and he really does. see where that was like deeply rooted. Also, if you think about it, they're both workaholics in mm-hmm. a way of really focus on their careers, not workaholics, but like really focus on their careers, yeah. really passionate. So it's probably what they had in common and maybe the reason for their breakup. They both love to work, so mm-hmm. it could be a lot of things. Also, Kim, like I just got back in the streets. I am not trying to be held down. Like <laughs> no, we don't know that. We don't know that. All right, Steph, what do you got? I have okay. Addison Ray, the TikTok queen. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Addison Ray's dad publicly creating drama, just outwardly. Addison Ray's parents have been deeply involved in her social media career since the beginning. And they're usually known as like the happy TikTok couple until I would say the past couple of months, maybe even a year. Tensions are high for the family, especially right now after Addison's father, Monty Lopez, had an alleged affair with a 25 year old a little while ago. That's not the news here. The news mm. is since Addison's mom has been single since he allegedly cheated, she quickly started making TikToks alluding to her being intrigued by rapper Young Gravy. <laughs> which quickly launched Addison's dad into a jealous rage. What? Now, Young Gravy is a rapper, but he's really going viral on TikTok yeah, right Gravy's now. Yeah, his now. Yeah. yeah, his song is like mm. really cool or whatever and trending with every TikTok you could imagine. And he went on the Jeff Wedick podcast and said that the rumors about him and Addison's mom were not only true, but because they're going to ha- they're going to go on a date. She just lives in Louisiana. What? They're gonna go on a date soon. So Monty then made <laughs> Monty then made several TikToks directed at Young Gravy specifically, tagging him, also tagging Monty. him, tagging him incorrectly sometimes. <laughs> not to call him out. You know when your dad like your mom yeah. did something and you it's know, like wrong tell, person. You can tell maybe it's not the you know tagging him incorrectly <laughs> and calling him out to do a boxing match. That, what? Means, that seems to be the thing. How nowadays. old is Monty Lopez? Forty, I think like 43, 46, something around there. How old is Young Gravy? Young. <laughs> uh, several influencers like Bryce Hall and Tana Mojo directly reacted to Addison's dad's behavior. By directly, mm. I mean literally stitching the video mm-hmm. reacting to this. Mm-hmm. And as we know, Tana Mojo has talked and talked on our, our podcast about Monty Lopez and her experiences with him. And it's been a little bit creepy. And she also mentioned other friends of hers and people she knows that have also had creepy interactions with Monty, allegedly. And so for this all to come together, um, you would think maybe Monty would be a little bit more muted. Like low key? No. Because there's receipts. He, after she duetted this video and made comments about, you know, him coming for Young Gravy, he made a comment about Tana's body count in a comment. And as we know, that is just not okay. And no matter what it is, you shouldn't be talking about it. And this just puts more heat on Monty Lopez. And who I feel sorry for in this situation is obviously Addison. Poor Addison. Like, 
Addison is sitting at, house, sitting at home minding her business and they go her dad acting like he ain't got no sense. And she unfollowed her mom on social media recently as well. And I, it's, you know, she's probably going through a lot right now, clearly. Mm-hmm. But this is just super messy. And listen, if you cheat or allegedly cheat, your mom is now free to do whatever. And if Young, da- young Gravy is your stepdad, That's- <laughs> iconic. <laughs> I just feel like this is one of those things. Do we think that? I don't even know if Young Gravy was talking. Like, it just, even though he said it, I just feel like he was like. No, but keep this in mind, too. Bryce Hall was one of the people to duet Monty Lopez's Mm. antics on TikTok, you know. That is Addison Rae's ex-boyfriend. So imagine your ex-girlfriend reacting to a video of your dad on social media maybe being cringy. It's it's like, what the hell did Monty do to all these people that all these people It's got to be so hard. Like, my parents aren't, like, on social media. Oh, yeah, no, my mom, even when she, like, posts. On my Instagram, I'm like, delete, mom. Like, don't be comment. But imagine if your parents were really in the social media scene with you yeah. from the beginning and with your career. And remember some of those texts that Monty sent to that 25-year-old? I'd, so I'd be so embarrassed. Was, we're talking jet money. Mm-hmm. You know, so like he's cringe. flaunting her money around the whole thing. But, what? yeah. I mean, Addison looks really good in that new commercial, though. But, goddamn. Oh, yeah, she's killing it. Oh, Hopefully yeah. this literally makes her <laughs> be even more successful with yeah. her anger for It seems like it's about time for Addison to maybe, like, Cut him off. I was about to say, as messed up as it sounds, like distance herself from her parents because it, like I haven't heard about any Addison Ray news in the last week or so. But Monty, my boy Monty, is on every blog and like Monty is more popping than you, Addison, this week at least. So it's like I think that she maybe needs to like take a step back a little. And bit. being like a human being in this situation, like really, you got to think about how hard that is, both mm-hmm. your parents. Yeah, so true, yeah, true. So yeah, that's a pretty intense story. Don't know what's gonna go on with that, but prayers for Addison, justice for Addison. <laughs> Pray- <laughs> Justice for Addison. What do you got next? All right. Um, so this is one of my favorite stories of the week just because it's just funny as hell. Um, people in Italy have basically told Domino's to kick rocks. Uh, the pizza chain recently announced that it is closing. Because <laughs> we don't want that. Like, the people in Italy are like, we don't want Domino's. Uh, the pizza chain recently announced that it is closing the last of its 29 stores in Italy simply because Italians want their own pizza. Domino's had high hopes when they opened this restaurant or they opened up, like, their first Branches of the Domino stores in 2015, and they had plans to open 880 stores across Italy, which is like insane. Insane. And I will say that a lot of their original reliance was going to be on like the delivery services. So they offered pizza in the stores, but they were really like, okay, we are now bringing home delivered pizza to Italy. Um, the company, like I said, they initially. <laughs> Initially introduced this, and then uh, eight years later, they are essentially leaving Italy. Uh, See ya. Yeah. I feel this because I feel if like. If I lived in Italy, the why last would I want thing to eat? I, would do, I could live there for 10 hundred years, and the last thing I would eat is. First of all, I live in America, I mean, and I don't even want to eat Domino's at the top. I don't know if I could say that, but like, it's like if KFC decided they was going to close all the KFC restaurants in the hood, black people wouldn't miss KFC. You want to know why? Because we make our own fried chicken. It's the same thing. Like, I just don't think Italians need crusty-ass Domino's pizza. This, the equivalent to this would be, like, Disney, okay, Universal, no, what's a horrible theme park? Like, Hurricane Harbor <laughs> going, you know where we're going to go next? We're going to park right next to Disneyland. That'll be really good. That'll be business. perfect. Like, it's yeah, just, it, it just, doesn't make sense. Obviously, people are going to go to Disneyland, not Hurricane Harbor. Obviously, people are going to get authentic Italian pizza and when I'm Domino's. in Italy right uh, um, so some of my, my favorite tweets about this is somebody said I can't believe Domino's was delusional enough to believe they could make it in Italy that's like Panda Express in China and I go oh see I love an analogy sing. keep going that's great <laughs> I can't wait for the next one <laughs> okay okay I don't have another one I said no I said oh, do oh darn it 
Okay, okay. So then another one says, Domino's failed in Italy. Makes sense. Don't nobody want that shit anyway. I made that one up. I made that one up. <laughs> okay, I made, the last one I made up, but I feel like that's the general consensus of people on Twitter so at this point. There's so many good analogies that you can make for this. So many. But yeah, it just makes no sense. Yeah, I don't, I'm like worked up. See, this is what happens. Nobody want to eat that. I don't know. I've also never been to Italy, but I hear the food in Italy is simply amazing. Right. Why would they want the Domino's? And Domino's is not a thing usually you get on vacation, so it's not for the tourists, like the Americans going there, right, essentially. Yeah. I bet you the people that live there in Italy would never even... And, and then let's say they haven't tried it, and then they go and try it, and they're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just not a good business It's move. just not it. That's not it. I mean, shout out to Domino's. We still got them. They still hanging on in America. If you want to sponsor Team yeah. Verified, we're more... I love Domino's. We love <laughs> Domino's. It's the best. <laughs> no, but really, that makes no sense. Oh, uh, whatever. All right, can we get into our interview with Kelsey Dangerous? Let's do it. All right, Kelsey was a lot of fun. I felt like we kind of freaked out a little bit in the interview because we played The Sims when we were younger, and we were I like, I was what? a Sims like, kid, like mm -hmm. actually a Sims kid, but I talked about multiple times in the interview about how the university was my favorite pack, <laughs> so I want to know everyone's favorite pack. I'm like, comment down below. No, for real. All right, let's get into our interview with Kelsey Dangerous right now. Welcome back to Team Z Verified. I'm Steph. I'm Wild. And I'm Kelsey Dangerous. Today we're here with Kelsey Dangerous. You may know her as the Sims Pro YouTuber, Twitch streamer, former BuzzFeed producer, and all things internet. Like super Literally. content creator though. <laughs> I mean like Kelsey is the shit. What's going on Kelsey? Oh nothing. Just uh, enjoying your awesome offices. Thanks for having <laughs> me here. We're so happy to have you. I want to start from the beginning because I know a lot about the Sims thing. I know a lot about your Twitch streaming. I know a lot about your YouTube channel. I want to know how <laughs> this whole thing began. Did you grow up in LA? No, I grew up in the Midwest. Okay. I'm a Midwestern girl, born and raised. Where? Uh, I was born in Indianapolis, and then okay. I moved to St. Louis. Okay. Um, and went to school out there, and then I came to college in LA. So I've been here for for a minute, but. All right, so we won't talk about, like, because we're close in age, mm. but, like, back in the day, because, like, I'm not from L.A. either, but, like, back in the day, there was no, like, content creator thing. Like, no. when we were growing up, this it was, like, not like, even a thing. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, oh, one day when I get right, right. Like, I want to be a content creator for YouTube and make TikTok. Uh -huh. So, like, how does it go from, like, growing up in the Midwest to now transforming into, like, this huge content person? Like, where did that spark start? Uh, I, well, I, I grew up always being interested in being in entertainment in mm -hmm. some capacity. I always loved playing video games or making stories, writing stories, performing in right, like, right. theater and things like that. I was just a very creative kid. Um, and so the older I got, the more I kind of narrowed down my focus to acting and like performance, spe specifically stage or like film TV, uh, which made sense why I ended up in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. But then over time, when I like moved i was very like isolated i didn't know anyone in california when i moved and so essentially what i did in my free time was watch youtube okay <laughs> just, like, most of us like, yeah. <laughs> yes so I, I watched a lot of youtube and they made me feel less alone so when i you know graduated and had a lot of free time on my hand in between auditions and like doing like side work i just ended up starting a youtube channel for fun because i was like maybe if i could someday you know make someone else feel less alone it'd be mm. like worth it you know and now kind of here i am after after a lot of other steps obviously <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it worked out the day one yes. really she's like and now i'm rich no. <laughs> no no but really like okay so i do want to know obviously about your 
BuzzFeed journey. So how did that whole thing happen? How'd you start there? It was super weird. So I applied to BuzzFeed and I was denied actually the first time I (laughs) applied. And then um, I was on a short film for like, I I think it was just like a student, like a film school student Mm -hmm. short film. It was like a film noir and I was Uh, like the femme fatale. Of course. Um, Yeah. Small budget or no budget. Small small budget, but I did get to hold a dog. Okay. That's all that matters. Mainly like the location we had had a dog and I was like, it's my dog. Just a random character choice. Um, but yeah, so it ended up that someone on that cast had just interned for BuzzFeed and was like, you'd be perfect for this. I think that you should do it. And we had pretty much just met. Mm. So very kind soul was like, I'll recommend you. And so I, I applied again and I got in because of the recommendation. Mm -hmm. And then from there I was an intern. Um, and I was like, I worked with the intern class doing like producing videos but learning on sets i was on the sets of like all the try guys videos and all those kind of things yeah it was a lot of fun (laughs) um and then i got accepted into their fellowship program which was like kind of like a step above where i was mainly producing and then after kind of showing my stuff in the fellowship program they offered me like a full-time job as a producer um and then they were like well you know we've seen that you can kind of handle anything we throw at you what would you want to do and i said oh i want to do gaming and they were like we don't do gaming (laughs) We're BuzzFeed. We do like female centered mm. content. Like we don't do gaming. And I was like, but you could do gaming. And they're like, oh. and you're a female. Like, yeah, I, just no, like, I, was what? like I was like, women watch gaming. Yes. Um, and they were like, all right, all right, all right. Like you, you go for it and you see what happens. And then it like after slow, deliberate um, working with like a team of other people that loved gaming at BuzzFeed, like we found our, our niche and our niche ended up being The Sims, which was a long time love of mine from childhood. And let me tell you, if you guys have not seen the BuzzFeed videos, her mm-hmm. Sim challenges, just like they're the best and they get so many views. They're so, so many. weird. They, <laughs> yeah. they are like, a you know, you got to be a Sims person mm-hmm. to like really mm-hmm. enjoy them, but also great intro to sims if you've never watched yeah it's there were so intro. many people that were like i've never touched this game but i watch every episode of where this. do you grow up at that you didn't play the sims I don't know. Uh, like maybe I because we didn't grow up in LA. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't live in the midwest right i'm like maybe we God. didn't have anything else to do <laughs> so you obviously do sims now on your own channel yes. check that out if you haven't yeah. seen it they're just like the buzzfeed ones except 10 times better because it's all you and you can really tell that you're in your element for sure thank you when you started the sims thing at buzzfeed how did that sort of did it right away take off or did they give you like multiple chances or yeah so with like buzzfeed and just content creation in general like you tend to put something out there see how the audience reacts and then kind of like adjust right Right. like you you want to be like oh they liked this but maybe they didn't like this let's try it again it's kind of like a science experiment So that's kind of what happened with like making that first show. It wasn't like, ooh, accidental success. Like it was actually um, like first I made um, a first gaming video that was like Halo and it was like us going to a Halo tournament and that one did okay. And then we did, you know, another one where we tried um, playing indie, weird indie games with Keith um, from the Try Guys and he's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And those games were hilarious, but the views didn't come in because no one knew what the game was. So then I was like, okay. And then as I was looking for the next game to put Keith in front of, another coworker of mine did former Sims players play The Sims 4. So people Mm -hmm. that played in their childhood but hadn't played this one. And that one blew up. And so I was like, oh, I know The Sims. 
why don't I put Keith in front of The Sims? But unfortunately, Keith had never played The Sims. And so um, I had to either just like sit down and explain it to him or be in the video with him. And at that right. point, I wasn't in the videos as much. Um, okay. I, I never put myself in my own videos. I was like a producer. Makes sense, yeah. Um, like, and I was like, I don't want to be in front That's of the camera and behind yeah, right. it at uh -huh. the same time. But in this scenario, I was like, I'm probably the best person equipped to explain it. So I was like, I will be his side character. I'll be the person that's like the professional behind him trying to like, I will actually be like driving the Sims and he'll just be shouting out commentary and telling me what to do and things like that. And that was like the first show and it was called In Control with Keith. And I had mm. Keith build all of his the other Try Guys and then control their lives and ruin them. And that <laughs> yeah. was like the whole show. It was really funny. Um, I think it was like the last thing he ever filmed at BuzzFeed actually uh, before the Try Guys ended up piecing out. Like I remember the day that we had like, I was finishing up the the, the episode and he was like, all right, well, this is it. Like, I'm glad that the, this was the last thing I did. And I was like, what? Right. Cause he, he did not tell me before that day. He was just a big surprise, like peace out. And I was like, all right, live your dreams. And you're like, okay, I wait. You already. Okay, so for people like Keith who may have never heard of The Sims, mm -hmm. don't know who those people are, where they live, but Tell us 10 seconds. What is The Sims for anyone who's never played the game? Yeah, sure. It's like a simulated video game where you play with life, essentially. So mm. you can make like humanoid sim characters that look like you or your friends or your favorite celebrities that you wanted to mm -hmm. bang, you know? And then you can also build houses, rooms. You can like create their fashions, all kinds of things, and essentially just live their lives. There's a bunch of different ways to play The Sims. Some people are more interested in like home building and design and some people are more into like causing mayhem maybe killing the sims in a pool okay also there's pets there's like the supernatural they're, sims they're like you could be a vampire you, you could be a zombie you could be yeah. a, like i am a hardcore fan like sims person I so I it's like this. i don't understand yes. how you don't know what the sims you can is literally be this you could recreate the twilight and then you could be bella no <laughs> like, like i would play it on my laptop i had it on my xbox like and it's like this weird ass like universe where you just kind of cause craziness it's like the metaverse but not the metaverse yeah kind of know. explain like the language too the sims don't sure. actually talk they're like people but yeah like yeah language? so so sims like in order to kind of like avoid <laughs> being to one thing or the other they made their own language and also like their own holidays so instead of like christmas it's Winterfest. Mm -hmm. um and so they also have their own language which just kind of sounds like like gobbledygook to be honest gibberish, it's kinda, yeah, like gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> even thinking about it makes me laugh but it's actually like, kind of cool when they play the music like they yeah. play popular music i'm such a weirdo but in the sims but <laughs> Right. Like, yes. Yes. It's so good. So, is that what it's called? Simlish. Yes, mm -hmm. it's called okay. Simlish. And they'll have like they used to in the in the two thousands. There was like a Katy Perry. They had the one, like a piece like singing girl in like. <laughs> They had a whole Katy Perry like outfit, and they had Paris Hilton was like did a mm -hmm, thing with the mm -hmm. Sims at one point. Yeah, I definitely like, feel like most celebrity figures have at some point been involved in some part of the Sims. Yeah, it's it's weird. The <laughs> language is just hilarious because it's not actual words, but you're like, oh, I know what they're saying, kind of. Kind of. It's like all the inflection. Yes, yes, um, like... which is really funny. And like on TikTok, people do that a lot, where they'll like recreate songs in Simlish. Mm, and oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. So do you feel like kind of as you're like this super big like streamer in the Twitch community, do you feel like it's a little tough being a female gamer in the community or has it been kind of like an open I space? Think, yeah, it depends. Honestly, I think it depends um, what pocket of gaming you're in. It's mm. easy to get stuck in a little pocket of, of an area. So like on Twitch, 
you know, I have like moderators. So if people kind of try to be sassy or weird, um, we can just like get them out of there quick. But um, yeah, like I feel like in the Sims community, it's so easy to be female because a lot, a large amount of Sims players mm -hmm. are female. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, misogyny and stuff is rampant in the sims community <laughs> um but like if you know if i start like moving into like an apex legends or like some other like kind of more um pub like mainstream competitive masculine game you will start seeing more and more of that it, and it just depends on the community too yeah. some people some communities are absolutely fabulous and some communities are absolutely toxic mm. um and it can it can change from streamer to streamer and game to game so it really depends. It's not quite like the one all-encompassing gaming is toxic thing that it might have used to be, but um, it's still it's still there in yeah. in sections and it's at varying degrees. Some of it's like a little more low-key sexism, and some of it's like straight up people trying to dox you, and it it can really it can really change. <laughs> right. So for someone who hasn't been to your channel, how would you describe your content when it comes to The Sims? Because it's challenges, but. Can you explain sort of what it exactly is? Yeah, so I like to take the game The Sims and make my own games out of them, my own challenges. Um, and through those challenges, I like to tell stories. Um, so it kind of is like a low-key sitcom in the end. So like a lot of them are family dynamics. So like, you know, a bunch of teens trying to sneak out and have like <laughs> romantic interludes and then the parents trying to raise the teens in certain ways. Like right now, I think my I'm doing like a 10-generation challenge where each generations like a color theme oh. and so um but 10 generations in the sim is a long time that's to play a lot of play that's a lot. i feel like i build a sim and then i forget about them but like this i have to be dedicated well this generation um my main character he wants to be a crime lord okay um okay. but he's also a single father of two adorable twin daughters so he's like this like happy home man at, <laughs> at home like spoiling them all of his money goes to them but then at, at night he's like getting in fights with the neighbors because they're too loud <laughs> and he like you know he got in a fight with grim like death the grim, Re okay. the grim reaper and he won so kind of <laughs> proud of him so he's like he's out here like taking names <laughs> and uh, being a crime boss by day and by night he's like a happy he's like grew from despicable right. what's the craziest challenge that you've done you would say i mean i probably the 100 baby challenge is one that of the craziest challenges it's where you have one matriarch you're supposed to have 100 children um all Insane. with different partners what? but i've started doing a variation of that lately and it's called the occult baby challenge so it's <laughs> okay. the same same thing, but I can only have like weird kids, not weird kids, but like occult kids. So like, um, like vampires, oh, werewolves, okay. ghosts. Okay. Um, I just had a baby with Santa Claus. It was, you know, okay. it really messed okay. us all up. Wait, I never had the holiday expansion pack, so I never got oh, yeah. to see. No, yeah, seasons. That, seasons. that was the so one I never I got. The university one. Oh, you know university is good. University. All right, is good. wait. Um, so I do want to kind of take it back to Buzzfeed a little bit. So you left Buzzfeed like last year. Oh my God, yeah. Has it been? At the beginning of last year. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. 2021. Um, talk about, I feel like BuzzFeed has that same, has this kind of like mystique about it. Same oh, thing yeah. with us. Trending like people videos? don't know like what we do oh, here. Yeah, like <laughs> Mr. BuzzFeed. <laughs> right. Like, but like, literally the trending, like when you Google BuzzFeed, mm -hmm. why I left BuzzFeed is like the top video. <laughs> Everyone yeah. wants to know the reason, like yeah. why do you leave BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed's interesting because it's such a like a pub, like the, the people in the company are very public, but the company is private because it's a company, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So there's this like duplicitous nature almost of like, you know, the audience expecting more information, but it's literally a company. So like, you're not really supposed to and just talk like, about literally. Politics. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so what was your question about it? So why did you like leave BuzzFeed? Oh, why did I yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my Why I Left BuzzFeed video. I think you all have been waiting for it. Actually, I do have a Why I Left I know BuzzFeed you video. Um, it, honestly, it was just time. Yeah, you know, I like I think, uh, you know, when you're ever in like an office or work environment, things can like change over time. You've been there. I think I was there like five years or mm -hmm. something, which is longer than the Try Guys were even there. Um, so it's just like, you know, you grow, you change, you find all these opportunities. And at a certain point, I realized I think it was really just that COVID happened. Right. I, I like, love yeah. being in the office. I love being with other people. I'm a big like extrovert. Um, but when COVID happened, I was at home sequestered every day all day making videos and, and doing streams and stuff out of my home yeah. and I realized that that would be what it would be like if I was an independent creator like and so it before it felt like such a big jump and like kind of like taking away a lot of things that I loved about work um mainly the people right that office right, environment right. yeah it makes sense um but when I was but it, when I was in COVID I was like I'm doing all this work but I'm not doing it for me mm -hmm. uh, you know and I and I could be and I loved working with my team I loved everybody but I think it was just like it just felt like it was time it was like I could be doing this all and investing in something new that's all mine I and like, yeah. yeah yeah it ended up being like just a you know, the the right time to do it. I'd thought about it before. A lot of, you know, I don't feel like BuzzFeed's one of those businesses. And honestly, most businesses these days aren't those businesses that you join when you're young and spry and then you like work there for 30 years. Oh, who's right, doing that? Right, right. Who's doing that? that? I say that. Anymore. <laughs> no, it used to be a thing once. It yeah, no, I got now. things to do. I can't right? be here forever. Right. And like, you know, BuzzFeed's like a young company. It's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. supposed to be that new people come in and like, mm -hmm. you know, have their crack at it and change things up. So... It, w it was time for me, like, to try to see if I could make it on my own. And so far, it's worked out you fine. Really did it. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I have, like, a fan question as, like, a BuzzFeed fan. Oh, heck yeah. Let's look out. Which people are you still friends with from BuzzFeed? Like, oh. keep in touch with? I'm still in touch with the Try Guys. Kay. They're still great and awesome. Um, Michelle Carre and I are still friends. Um, I see everybody around a bit. Like, mm. you all, you all kind of see each other at different events and yeah. things like that. But, um, uh, like texting every day. YB is like my best friend from BuzzFeed. Okay, I was she, wondering she and that I, like, I was wondering still, if you guys are still friends. We literally, we just had lunch yesterday. Okay. She gives me all the tea from, <laughs> you know, her life. and It's almost like you guys become a little bit like influencers right off the bat because you guys are shown on this huge platform and then your yeah. friendships are public. Like the fact that I know mm -hmm. who her friend is is like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it was weird. You know, like we were just like, especially at BuzzFeed, the way it happens, like why you become a BuzzFeed like character in the universe is, is kind of dumb. It's just like <laughs> your friends you know, have a video idea and they're like, you'd be good in it. You're expressive. And they put you <laughs> and in it. Just, <laughs> and, right. the, and that's it. There's no like casting. It's not mm. like, oh, who should I? It's just like, a, oh, we get, sorry, we get along well. And I guess you'd be good in this like video. The vibe is right. Yeah. Kelsey. And so like. <laughs> YB and I were already like really close friends. And then our friend Evan was like making food videos. And he was like, you two love to eat. Like, let's all just go <laughs> eat sense, together yeah. and, <laughs> and, and have that be our job. And we're like, we're not going to say no. No. Um, right. And so, and then he ended up being like, no, we're going to do spicy food challenges. And that's when it got, it took a turn. You're like, I'm out. <laughs> it took a turn. So what were those first couple of months like, though? Because you left BuzzFeed and you're like, I, I can do this. But mm -hmm. what was it like initially? Was it like it cooking was, or was it like, God damn. It was like, weird because like I, I had been prepping this for months. Okay. Like I was like, I was like, I hadn't told them any people too. Right, right. So like the month before I left, I like straight up 
like you're not probably you probably shouldn't do this as a person but i love buzzfeed so much so i literally sat in an uh i didn't tell anyone why i did this but i i sat in the um, studio and i filmed months worth of content for buzzfeed um Uh. and just gave it to them like and i finished the buzzfeed challenge so the 100 baby challenge was finished in like one month i like shot everything for like i think three or four months of content um in like in one week and was like here you go I want you guys to have the end of the show. Like, I know it makes sense for the fans. They'd want it. And I know, like, I don't want to leave you guys in the lurch with, like, people asking about this for the rest of time. Right, right. Because right? if okay. I left in the middle of the challenge, right. all of their videos would have people going, what happened What's to the going, 100 where, yeah, where right, did it right. go? You know, so I was like, here's my parting gift. Like, I want you guys to have this. And so because of that, it gave me, like, three or four months to pretend I still worked for BuzzFeed. So then I I just started like hustling on my own and like, you know, putting out more more and more videos on my channel, getting things used to it. And then but I didn't have to like announce that I'd left yet. Mm. And so then I prepared like new graphics and new, you know, announcement videos and whatever and got all of that kind of sorted for like the next three or four months. And then finally announced my departure on the day that the last episode of that show aired. (laughs) Yeah. So then it was like, oh, no, what do I do with this show that I've watched for two years? You go to you go to her channel that she's been prepping for the last four months. So smart. Yeah, so I was I was like, you know, I was very deliberate about like the transition, trying to make it as smooth and comfortable for everybody as possible because like I still care about everyone at BuzzFeed. Yeah. I you know, I still, you know, w- work with them regularly and talk with them and I'm Makes still sense. friends with a lot of them. So, yeah, I just wanted it to be good vibes for everybody and it, it ended up working out too well for me. Like right. that like <laughs> that it ended in in a new thing. It shows a lot about your character, too, because you really cared about, like, the fans. Like, you're like, yeah, Yeah. I'm leaving BuzzFeed, Mm -hmm. but I care about, yes, they were going to your channel. Let's keep that in mind. Like, you got... You know, but you really cared about. Oh, of course. Really yeah, I mean, like you know, I if it talk was about me, an exclusive. <laughs> really cool. True. If it were me, like I wouldn't want my like my favorite show, right. my comfort YouTuber, just to like up and leave halfway through my favorite thing. Totally. You know, you'd want to see it to the end, and it was like also a really sweet ending. We like we really tried to pull out all the stops, and I like got one of my friends who does music to write a song for me. What? So I literally <laughs> sing a weird. It is so embarrassing. It's very. <laughs> cringe but i sing a weird song at the end that like summarizes the whole thing and we like throw like streamers and i cry and it's it's a whole thing it's oh the drama i love it though now the episode is so cute i, it just feel, I, cr- I cried so hard because <laughs> it was like i think that show lasted like three or four years and really my career like took off from yeah. that show like right. it was like an overnight sensation it was absolutely wild and my life changed very drastically like yes. after that so you knew when you were leaving that you were going to continue doing sims on your channel then yeah That's yeah good. you know give the people what they want yeah. has, <laughs> has sims ever contacted you about like a collaboration because obviously i feel like they would have seen these videos that oh you've... yeah i'm friends with the people that make the sims well you did i said you did the ea collab i saw yeah. that yeah 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 so i've i've not ever been asked to collaborate on like the game itself or like an expansion pack. yeah no they've never asked me but i'm always <laughs> interested <laughs> ea what would your dream expansion pack for it be Mm, I mean, they just did an expansion pack that was very close to my dream. I wanted okay. like a teen-centric one, and they just uh, did a high school okay. pack, so that was pretty cool. Uh, but I feel like fairies. If you mm, want to do a fairies pack, because we only got like a little taste of the fairies in the supernatural one, and it's yeah, like you. Yeah, that was 
No, because three. it was exactly. They're, they're not even in Sims Four. There's no fairies in Sims Four. I'm like, well, listen, oh yes. We need some Fae. We need, uh, all the YA lovers. <laughs> no, need for real. To make like, their fae. I feel like they will reach out. Yeah, who totally. knows? But um, I've worked with them. Actually, they did a um, reality show that where people competed in The Sims, and I was Why a judge. Why have I not seen this? <laughs> it's called The Sims Sparked. Okay. And it was on. I think. It was it was on TV for a minute, but then it's also on on YouTube. I think it's on BuzzFeed, Ooh, and it's okay. fun. It's a lot of the si bigger Sims creators all competing together on teams, making like different things. And I had to judge, and I felt such like <laughs> like just imposter syndrome. <laughs> I was like, I I think I was still working at BuzzFeed at the time, and I was like, I'm not even a like a You're real like, Sims not, right, creator. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a BuzzFeeder, and I'm like judging these like mm. hardened Sims creators that have like these huge <laughs> followings, and I'm just like, I I shouldn't be here. Mm. I yeah, but it was so fun. I met a lot of like cool people that I still talk to today. Okay, your favorite expansion pack and your least favorite expansion pack. Ooh, favorite. Hmm. I probably seasons. Okay. I feel like or pets. Like I feel pets. like pets. Uh, we didn't even talk about pets. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, because I'm like, no, tell me. Okay, tell me because everything. they took it to the next level. Because I had sent the Sims pets. I think it was on Sims two. Mm. But then when they had the pets expansion pack on the Sims three, when they got horses, I go no fucking way. No, was that was they don't have horses in Sims four. It's a what? it's a big issue in the community. Let what? me tell you, they don't have horses and they don't have cars and everyone. Oh, let me grab them. my fucking torches and pitchforks. <laughs> like what? Right what? No, you're not like Twitter streets. <laughs> Bring oh, our horses what? back. Sims four equestrian. That's your dream pack. Wait, cause so I did actually play a little bit of the Sims four like when it first came out, but mm -hmm. it wasn't as good. But they don't have you can't like you don't transport yourself in your car anymore. Isn't there like loading screens? In no, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not open world. Yeah. The, I think I go, yeah. they had to dial it back because it was like too big of a game. It was anyway. insane. Yeah, it, it was insane. It, I couldn't run The Sims Three. Okay, wait. Too big. Sorry. Sorry. Least favorite expansion pack. I least don't think favorite. Mm. Or maybe the it's one you're not excited to play. Yeah. Oh, this the one I'm like. Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel like. I don't know. I use a little bit of most of them, and it's hard to like differentiate which one's mm -hmm. which. So I feel like the least favorite is probably the one that is most forgettable, and I have I don't remember it. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right. I don't. I'm... I couldn't even tell you it because I probably don't play it that much. All right, cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, actually, you know what? Get to work probably is one of the least. Yeah, <laughs> that no. That one was great concept conceptually, but like I just feel like it it fell a little flat. Unfortunately. It did fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The university one was my favorite. That mm. one's a good one. So good. Um, how much does, like, how long do these videos take you, these sim challenges, like, in a day's worth of filming? I film for two hours for each video. Okay. And then it comes out around, like, 20 to 40 minutes normally yeah. of, like, content goes online. Okay. So, it's it's quite a bit. And then when I stream, it's, like, two to three hours. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was going to be, like, eight hours. Eight hours. Because like, I can 20, never leave, yeah. like, The Sims. No, I have, I'm, I'm pretty rigid. Like, okay. I have to, like, I'll only film for a couple hours and then move on. Because it's also too much um, content to, like, edit. Right. <laughs> like, right, right, right. If you had eight hours of content to, to edit every week, you would totally be, literally die. Take that makes too sense. Long. Okay, so you have a good... You have a good schedule. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, it's not too bad, but it is like if you consider like how much you know a non-gaming YouTuber right. films, it's probably more like thirty minutes, right? Mm, of like yeah, they'll sit down yeah. and they'll tell a story, right. or like a vlog might just be throughout the day. It'll just be up random. But I have to sit pieces. down at a desk at least four hours to game, which okay. is you know the worst. I hate it. It's <laughs> Such a rough life. <laughs> so hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot more to, than the filming process, but that's normally. Yeah, like I was always curious about that. All right, I want to switch gears a little bit. Can we talk about acting? 
Oh sure. I mean, because Kelsey, like, what is come? What what is your plan for your acting career? Because I know you've done a few things. Oh yeah. But like, what do you like? What's what's your goal? I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind okay. of just like not as into acting as okay. I used to be. So I I feel like it's just like letting the projects come to me. Okay, I feel yeah, that. Yeah, like and getting into them when uh when it works. Like I just did um. There's a movie called One Up. BuzzFeed actually helped produce it. It oh, went up on Amazon Prime. And I play myself in that the is cool. Oh, that yeah, is that's cool. Yeah. Um, and it's like about an esports team of like a women only esports well, uh, team. Oh, that is really fucking in cool. In college. Yeah. And I, I play like myself as an interviewer. So that was like really fun getting to like, it was weird being in a movie as myself. No, that like, is one of my goals. Yeah, that is literally one of my goals really cool. to be in a movie right? as me. That's yep. so, it was like, I don't know why I'm I'm a cool enough person to just play myself <laughs> in this movie, but it was really fun. I got to like be like the sportscaster interviewer like, yeah, and things well, like that. that. So cool. I, I like like fun, fun, like creative projects. So I'll jump into things from time to time. Like I, I still like do auditions and things like that, but for the most part I'm focused on um, like my digital stuff. I feel Speaking that. of jobs, you've talked about your weird jobs we've had in the past, mm. and I just want to touch on that oh. a bit. Um, <laughs> uh, can you please elaborate on some of the strange jobs that you've had? Because I was shook, literally. Like, are you talking about like the zoo? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? And the hospital. The one the hospital. The, the... Oh, that was a lie. I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm so okay. sorry. That was like an ad. Everyone, that was a lie. That was a lie. <laughs> it was an ad, and it was like a joke. You know, I was like, oh, I was, was, the the joke was that I would, I'd start about how I talked, like I was working in this hospital and it was really weird. Mm. And then it turned out that I was actually telling you just the plot of a movie (laughs) or no, it was a a podcast. That just means I'm gullible. I'm so sorry. That was the the joke was that it was not real. It was the plot of a podcast. So I used to work. My first job was at the zoo, the St. Louis Zoo. Also, kind of jealous because like, who That's don't like kind animals? Of a yeah, Wasn't that like... a cute? Yeah, it was hot as hell though. I was outside in the the summer in the Midwest Ooh. with no shade mm. in khakis and you know classic zookeeper like, chic. First, maybe zookeeper <laughs> chic, and I like tour tickets, but I also got to do the tour on the back okay. of the train. So okay. that was the best okay. day. Mm-hmm. Was I sat on the back of the train and I would be like, on your right, you would see the Penguin House, built in blankety blank blank. <laughs> the Penguin House is home to emperor penguins other penguins ah. and baby penguins and then i would just like we would go through the whole uh park that was so much fun some days i would get really bored and i'd switch in between accents and see if anyone uh-huh noticed. yeah yeah switch it spice yeah. it up a little bit no one yeah. said anything so i don't spice know if they're just like self. this girl is weird or oh this girl's british they, and uh, okay. randomly they go shane had an accent too. last summer when we saw it it's my favorite game to play you go to bars and you meet strangers ah, and you just talk as if you're like you make up a whole backstory i do this all the time one time it got me in trouble though because it was like i think it was like new year's or something and i was oh no it was halloween i was out at an event i was like completely you know in a halloween Mm. getup. you love halloween i love halloween and i was talking to this guy who's dressed as um i think it was the the phantom of the opera and i was trying to tell him that i was i was brand new in town i just came to la it's so big like oh my gosh you know like trying Mm -hmm. to just Uh just be this like wide-eyed little little thing that just came in from the south or whatever (laughs) halfway through the conversation he was buying everything all of it hook line and sinker halfway through the conversation he was like wait kelsey is no. that, and he was from my acting class. No! But he did, not, he did not recognize me for like an hour. I was like... You were talking for an hour about your fake yes, life? about my oh, fake life. He squint and he goes... And he did not... Yeah. And he was like, wait! And he, and he started the laughing. The fact that you didn't recognize him. Listen, I recognize no one. I You're like, look, it's Halloween. I'm lit. It's Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, like... Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's hilarious. I did not recognize him. And I was like, oh... 
halfway through your fake life, he's like, I think I know you. <laughs> Wait a second. I think my friend came up and said my name, and I was like, oh, fuck. Goddamn. It's not clear about So, Kelsey, what are you doing with the rest of your summer? Well, the rest of the summer, I'm going to see family. Okay. Uh, I have two baby nieces that are growing so fast, so I'm going to go see exciting. them, um, hang out with my friends, just take it pretty pretty easy. There's only like a month left. There Can is you only. tell us what's next on your channel or your Twitch streams or what's like what's coming up? Um... Hmm. Pretty much the same, honestly. Same. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm kind of. I just started a new challenge. It's the okay. Colt Baby Challenge. So we're gonna. I think we're on like episode six or seven. So we're gonna keep going with that one until we finish. And then I just started a new Runaway Teen Challenge on Twitch, where okay. I play as a teen that has no money and no house and ran away from her parents and is going to high school. And um, we just, you know, asked our dream boy Jeb to prom, and he said yes. Oh. Um, but my friend also asked me to prom, and I had to tell oh. her no. And it was really awkward. Not drama. She doesn't like me anymore. I was like, were you just my friend because you wanted to date me? But anyway, yeah, so there's that's what's happening okay. on my we channel. We can look forward to that on the channel. <laughs> I wish I had something fun to drop. I was like, actually, thank you for asking. I have my new, you know, I don't know, something. CD is coming that, out. Right. <laughs> You're in jams. In All in Simlish. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, um, Kelsey Dangerous. Thanks so much. Wait, also, how do you pronounce your last name? Because we were trying. Oh, sure. Impeach, Impeachy? Impeachy K. Okay, I was close. It's Italian. I wasn't even good, like. Cut that out in case. Is that offensive? Yeah. I'm like, no, oh, okay. It's, it's Italian. I don't think, we, you know, you can really be offensive to. I mean. <laughs> Italian I mean, last I'm names. Italian, so I'm not sure. I'm how... barely speaking English over here. So. Yeah, I'm barely speaking English. I can hardly pronounce I can half of the streets a, in Los Angeles. So. I can barely keep up with slang. As is like no for real. I do miss being in the office because you you have to hear slang so third hand. I only pick up slang on TikTok now because I don't mm -hmm. talk to people. That All my friends true, are like yeah. kind of they're like over slang, and I'm like I love slang. <laughs> I only want to talk in slang. Only want to talk like the kids. Kelsey Dangerous, thanks so much for <laughs> joining you. us. Thanks for having me. This that was is so, so fun. fun. Thank you guys so much for watching. That was a great interview with Kelsey Dangerous. Yeah, that was fun. I learned everything I need to know about The Sims, BuzzFeed, I feel secrets. like my childhood self was like freaking out inside. Yeah, we have mm. amazing interviews coming up with people on your feed, people you may not know, people you do know. Great things coming. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.